Hello and welcome to R&D Football Talk. I'm Drew. And I'm Richard. How you doing today, boss? I'm looking at a Captain America coffee cup and I'm feeling real good. Sun's out. Oh, yeah. It's eight degrees outside, but the sun's out. Uh, can't tell it from in here. <laughs> well, you are sitting next to the heating vent. <laughs> Modern technology. I love it. Oh. We could be sitting over an open fire. True. Shaking while we're trying to do the show. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Brian Flores got a job. Yeah. Good on Pittsburgh. Good on Pittsburgh, but bad on everybody else. Exactly. I think if a coach, if a team hired him... They had a white head coach. I would have a totally different feeling about the whole thing. Uh, first of all, Mike Tomlin is very secure at his job. Right. Uh, he wasn't going to get run out by hiring Brian Brian Flores. So for him doing it wouldn't really that much of a statement. If somebody else had done it... Uh, it had been a statement that, yeah, this all this crap is true, and I believe in this guy, and I'm putting my job at risk with him. Um, places to go, New Orleans. You know your coach is not is, is going to retire soon. They, that no, he's gone. He's gone. Well, then even better. That would have been a great great fit for him. Why did New Orleans put pick him up? Well, I don't think even if some coach has already got a job. Yeah. Take first of all, we already know that the man can coach. I mean, his resume says I'm an NFL coach. And any if it's a coordinator, head coach, I'm it, a capable coach. I should be on an NFL payroll. Yes. Yeah. So I'm happy he's got a job. Just uh still disappointed in all the other crap. Yeah. And yeah. And this ongoing B enemy saga is not not getting any better. But hey, well, he did resign with the Chiefs, so he will be back. Oh, so that's official now. Yeah, he, well, like I hope it's official. I don't have anything totally, but it was. That's what the NFL rumor mill was as of yesterday. Well, yeah, it was a they announced it yesterday, or not? The Chiefs didn't announce it, but somebody said I have sources that say. So I was kind of waiting for the other shoe to fall. But anyway, hey, Eric asked if we could. Uh, Spend a minute or two talking about the Chiefs addressing needs. Uh, we could. I really haven't uh, examined that. I mean, I, I know that they did uh, release Anthony Hitchens, so we'll be in need of a linebacker. But you're a genius. You don't need to do the research on it. It's all right there in your head on under, up underneath your skull cap. Uh-huh. Thanks for the confidence, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what do you what do you what do you see that their needs are? I I, I have a lot of faith in. Uh, I'm a little well. First of all, I'm going to say I'm a little bit worried about our ability to develop defensive backs now that our defensive backs coach has gone to Florida. Um, the guy that used to play for Patriots, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Sam Madison. That's him. Um, oh yeah, little Debbie Cakes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Dolly Madison. 
Okay. Uh, you guys know how my brain works sometimes. No one knows how your brain works. <laughs> Nobody. Um, the Chiefs' ability to identify talent in the draft and people that have been floating, uh, going under the radar, I, th- I think they've done a really, really, really good job getting bodies in here that way. I don't really want to see I I want the Chiefs to build for the long haul. Yeah. I, I I'd rather they, they got a bunch of um high round draft picks, coached them up, um, and basically built through the draft instead of spending a whole lot of money on free agents. High price free agents. Free agents aren't bad if you can get them Okay. But what do you see? Price. But what do you see the need is in the defensive back? Second, I mean, safeties? I, I think the cornerbacks are, I think it's a pretty strong group right now. If, if we can re-sign Traverius Ward, I think we're, we're, good, we're good on corners. Now, you, you always want to bring in more people and get better. But I, I think uh, Snead and Ward are great bookends with Fenton handling the any slot guy you got or one of the safeties. I'd like to see, uh, I can't think of his name. Hughes? Is that a safety corner? Safety. He 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 played he he played excellent his rookie year. Got hurt and hasn't been able to crack the starting lineup since. Armani Watts. That's him. I'd like to see him step his game up and and get and earn not get earn more playing time. I hear a lot. Uh, anyway, so I'm I'm more concerned about putting together a defensive line that can stop the run and put pressure on quarterbacks. If you can do those things. You can have almost anybody in the secondary, yeah. almost anybody. I think we'll be in a better position in a couple of weeks to discuss uh, the needs and replacements because if they don't resign, like Jaron Reed's talked about not coming back, and there's been talk about not uh, signing uh, 55. Uh, <laughs> Clark. Yeah. So once all that stuff shakes out, uh, then I, then we'll know more about what they need. Yeah. Un- yeah. Um, unless, unless on the offensive side, unless a can't-miss guy falls into their lap, I can't see him spinning. I like Pringle. I think Pringles can – Pringles? I'm hungry – I think Pringle can develop into a really solid third option. I I agree. I don't. I, I wouldn't see the Chiefs going for a receiver type uh, until the third round because they they will have other needs to fill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so. We'll, so far, Brett. So far, Brett Veach has done a great job, and I, I, I just trust him. Go, go do your thing, man. Here's your, I, here's your checkbook. Go do your thing. Oh, here it is, right here. Grading the NFL rookie class. I thought I read somewhere that the Chiefs ranked number one with an A on last year's rookie class. And if you think about it, since you didn't have a number one pick, that's even an A plus. But 
the Chiefs got three starters out of last year's draft. Creed. Creed Humphrey, Nick Bolton, and Trey oh, Nick Smith. Nick Bolton, yeah. And Trey Smith. Yeah. That's... Three pro bowlers. Or should have been pro bowlers. Could have been, yeah. Uh, One was a candidate for rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, when you got your... Uh, Sixth round pick started seventeen games, and wasn't a slouch. No, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, like you said, ask me again in after the draft, and we'll see. Well, I'm not saying after the after the draft, well, but even uh, after free agency and whatever, not free agency, but after. Like uh, franchise tag stuff and yeah. and free agencies, it we'll one, have a better a better grip on things. One more one thing I one more thing I'd like to say though, and this is in defense of Tyron Matthew. Um, this time last year, we were talking about signing Tyron Matthew, and from what I understood, the Chiefs basically said, "Well, we don't have the money right now. Hang on, we'll take care of you." And so he came, he didn't make a big fuss, um, came to camp, worked his butt off, played, had a good season. I, I can't say an all, a great season, but had a good season. And now the Chiefs are like, well, that this, that's just not a good – I understand he's on the other side of 30 and, and his, his skills might be diminishing, but – you know, you kind of, you kind of made it a commitment to him last year, and and now it's time to pay. Now, pay as in overpay? No, but at least offered him in a contract. If he turns it down, he turns it down. But oh, I'm sure they're they're talking about something. Uh, yeah, I hope they get something done. Actually, I mean, again, not not extravagant, but. Not insulting either. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we promised uh, last week that we would get a some top ten list going. A yacht. So we started off with uh, since nineteen post nineteen seventy. That does mean if a player was playing in nineteen seventy and played beyond nineteen seventy, that they could be included on this list. To present day. And for younger listeners, they may not know some of the people we're going to talk about. But we'll try to, we'll fill you in. I've probably forgotten about a lot of guys, but um, yeah, I, I think this list, I mean, the easy thing would do to do would be to just look up the, uh, the, the Hall of Famers and start your list that way. You can do that. But who does easy here? I've never been my ever done it nice ne- and It's easy. never been my way to go. <laughs> <laughs> nice and rough. <laughs> uh, so Sarah asked me who Tina Turner was. So three guesses which video I put on for her to watch to to show her who Tina T- Turner is. She said, "Oh, they're dancing. That's pretty cool." 
She looks mean. (laughs) What's today? Friday. What's today? 25th. Okay, so I'm I'm ready to start start with defensive tackles. Yeah, let's go. Uh, my list may not be in the order that I'd really like it to be, but we're gonna start off at uh, Joe Green. Excuse me, Mean, mean Joe, Joe Green. Green. Uh, he has he has a different first name. Is Mean. Uh, he was definitely the most dominant defensive force in the 1970s, in my opinion. Yeah, if if for young folks, he would be a, a more vicious version of Aaron Donald. Yes, and bigger. He's, yeah, he, I mean, maybe some of you you guys remember the commercial where the the, the kid he asked the kid for the coke and the kid and and, and he throws his jersey at the kid. Yeah. Thanks, Mean Joe. Yeah, here, take that spare T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> But he 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 struck fear in a lot of quarterbacks and a lot of offensive linemen too. And he played a huge part in the what they were four dynasty four championships in yeah. the seventies. Yeah, uh, they were it ran through him. Yeah. Uh, next on my list, I've got is is Merlin Olson. Uh, that's a that's a left off for me, but okay. Uh, I thought he was as dominant as anybody in the early seventies, uh, except for maybe the next guy on my list, uh, Bob Lilly. I have him. Uh, Bob Lilly was a, he was a game wrecker. Uh, yeah, he did a lot of dirt on the other side. Hard, of the, the, a guy who's a hard to move guy. You weren't gonna run at him. That was, that that was never the option. Uh, you weren't gonna run away from him either. Well, no. Uh, they've got uh, the minister of defense, Reggie White. No list would be complete without him. Um, he. What do they call it? The hump move? Wasn't that him? Where he'd go down low. And just get under you and pick you up and carry you to the quarterback. Yes. Yeah. That, people probably, some of you are probably laughing. Yes, that was his move. He would get under 280-pound offensive linemen and almost literally pick them up and carry them to the quarterback. And then throw them down and grab the quarterback. He's a guy you couldn't run at. He's a guy you couldn't run away from. His sideline to sideline speed was deceptive for a guy his size. Uh, I got Buck Buchanan is is next on my list. Uh, I I don't... The the Chiefs championships teams ran through Buck Buchanan, Buchanan a lot like the... Uh, Steelers championships teams ran through Joe Green. You scare me sometimes. Oh, that's what you're saying? Uh, <laughs> yes. I was going to say he was like Joe Green before Joe Green. Uh, then I got Alan Page. Uh, 
undersized defensive tackle. Kind of similar to Aaron Donald's type of play. Uh, deceptively strong and quick. You weren't going to... You'd think you could blow him off the line of scrimmage, but he'd give you a swim move and be, and be swallowing up your, court, your uh, yeah. uh, running back before he got, before he got the ball. Uh, looks like a Deacon Jones. I didn't really know how to to put him on the list for the post seventy because most of his destructiveness was around nineteen seventy. But even after that, he was well. He he's he's on the list because of this. The head slap. The 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 the, the rules actually changed because of yes. him. Yes. He would literally come off the line of scrimmage and hit you in your ear hole with his head, hand, hand. Um, and while you were stunned trying to figure out who you were, he's grabbing your quarterback and eating his lunch. Yeah, and unfortunately, at that time, uh, sacks were not an official stat, so they weren't kept track of. So... We don't really know how many sacks he had, but he'd have been in the top ten all time on the sack list. And and one more point of point of why he's on this list. The word sack is his. Is his. Yes. I mean the word sack as we use it in football. Yes. Oh, then I got Randy White. Man, I'm scared of you. <laughs> uh Another one of those not overly big guys, but fast, strong. Uh, he was another one of those guys where you had to account for him on every play. on every play because you needed to make sure that you had two guys blocking him. Even if you were running wide away from him, you had to make sure you had somebody sealing the inside or he was gonna he was gonna get your he was gonna get an angle and get your guy. Yeah. Uh now my only current player on the list, Aaron Donald. Uh well we've already compared him to a couple of guys on the list already. Uh and we saw the Super Bowl, so we know what he can do. Yeah. Um. I, I can't think of a more dominant <clears throat> Super Bowl performance by a defensive lineman. Can't remember who it was. One of these guys on this list, I want to say, I want to say it was Randy White, won a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Randy White. And he more he won more than one, didn't he? Oh, I know he won at least one. Yeah. And I think maybe if uh, if Cooper Cup hadn't have been so phenomenal, so yeah, in the last Super Bowl that uh, Aaron Donald would have won this. Yeah. This one. Uh, okay, where were we? Uh, Aaron Donald. John Randall. And, 
Wasn't he a linebacker? No, he's 90, oh, okay. number 93. Oh, okay. Minnesota Vikings. Another one of these not huge guys who was not blockable one-on-one. Uh, John Randall, and one of the things I really liked about John Randall, he didn't take plays off. He was re- relentless was the word I was looking for. Yes. Uh he was there every play. And, and since my list here really isn't uh, ranking these guys, so to speak, uh, I ended up with 11. Because I couldn't leave Curly Culp off my list. Of I am so tackle. scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was... He was the kind of grab the pile guy. I'll grab everybody in this pile, and I'll figure out who has the ball when I get to the bottom. <laughs> well, he, he also revolutionized the game because the NFL was all into the 4-3. And then I don't know who the defensive coordinator was for the Chiefs at the time, but they shifted him down over the center, and he basically played nose guard and tied up the center and one of your guards every play. Yeah. He whichever he took whichever gap he shot, left or right, he was taking the center and that that guard with him, which freed Willie Lanier up to eat people. I don't necessarily. I don't think it was a four th- a three four they were playing. It was a four three. They, they just, just pushed, shifted him over. They just made sure he was on on the no on the center every play. Yeah. Uh, which worked out pretty well for the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have anybody on your defensive tackle list that? I didn't have there. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, ha, I'm, I was having a problem with the difference between a defensive end and a defensive tackle, so I came up with twenty. So I have a lot of people. Um, I would like to add. See, Bruce Smith was an end, wasn't he? Yes. Howie yeah. Long was a tackle. No, he was an end. He was an end. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So let me I tell you, how about this? How about if we I go through my defensive ends, and then we'll see if you if I get any of them. La Lazado wasn't an end. No. Okay. Well, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Strahan wasn't an end, was he? Yep. Oh wow. Warren Sapp wasn't an end, was he? Uh, he was a defensive tackle. Okay. Elvin Bethea, was he a linebacker or a lineman? He was a lineman. He was a defensive tackle. And T.J. Watt, he's an end. He's an end. Okay. So, great minds think alike, I guess. Okay. Well, here are my defensive ends. Okay. I'm going to go with Bubba Smith. Uh, too big and too mean to block, basically. Just... <laughs> Unfortunately, once again, he started in an era where they didn't count sacks. Right, and you and you made the the analogy to the grabbing the pile and throwing people out until you found the one with the ball. Somebody actually said that about him. He just grabbed everybody in the backfield and started throwing guys out until he found the one with the ball. Yeah. Uh, Ed Too Tall Jones. Oh, I didn't mention him. Yeah, uh, six foot seven, or was he taller than me? Six seven, six eight. 
most quarterbacks could not throw the ball over him. And, and he has so much reach. He's, he's has such a wingspan. Yeah. And uh, most people couldn't block him. I mean, most yeah. t- tackles couldn't block him. So he, he wreaked havoc. Uh, Bruce Smith. Um, I don't know if I... I probably didn't appreciate him as much as I should have when he was playing. Well, we hated him because he was with, with Buffalo. But <laughs> uh, he was he was all that. Uh, then I got Michael Strahan. I, I wrote here Gap and Sap, so that Strahan is Gap. <laughs> Richard Dent, part of the Super Bowl shuffling Chicago Bears. One of one of the well, the gold standard now, but one of the most dominant defenses in the history of the game. Yeah. Uh, Charles Haley, did you make your list? No. You want us? Do you want? You want us? You want to? I was never real crazy about him, but he 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 was a force until uh, Tom Brady. He had more Super Bowl rings than anybody. Maybe that's what I didn't like about him. He was kind of a mercenary. Not really. I mean, he only played for two teams. Oh yeah. yeah he play. He, he just played for the right two teams. He played for the Cowboys and the Forty Niners. Yeah. That'll help. (laughs) Yeah, I think six is where he was at on on rings. So, Uh, not on the list. Whom? Neil Smith, the peanut gallery keeps saying, and I'm like, well, I'm not saying that. Don't trust me. There would be forty guys on here. It wouldn't be a top ten if I included everybody that I would like. See, I, I Neil Smith and Chris Jones, I kind of put into the same category. Um, Smith got his rings, but not here, and that wasn't his fault. No, uh, I don't hold that against him. Um, he was all that in a bag of chips, but when you're talking about Randy, like Randy White, Bob Lilly, you could run away from him without yin and yang. Without, oh, I can't think of his name. Fifty-eight on the other side. Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas on the other side. You could run away from him, and and they complimented each other. And I'm to this day, I'm still really upset that the Chiefs front office didn't realize that. And, and, and keep them together to complement one another. Because you just told me the guy's name and I forgot what it was. Derek he, Thomas? Derek Thomas wasn't nearly as effective without Neil Smith on the other side. Oh, true. But we... We, we, we have, digress. Yes, we have digressed. Continue. I got the J.J. Watt. Uh, I get him and his brother mixed up. Uh, TJ was actually listed as a linebacker. 
TJ's the one in Pittsburgh. Yes. Okay, JJ's the one that was with the Houston Texans. Yeah. And then I got Howie Long. Which, I'm, you know, Howie Long played for the Raiders, so as a Chiefs fan, I hated him. Uh, I like him a lot better doing Skechers commercials now than I did when he was <laughs> actually playing. <laughs> well, he's pretty good in that movie Broken Arrow. That was pretty yeah. cool. I bet I got a name on here that you don't, you will not have. Go ahead. Jack Youngblood. Yeah, we were trying to think of him the other day, but yeah, I, I, he, he was dominant. Uh, I, I put him in the same category with Chris Jones and, and, um, and, um, Neil Smith. Well, this, my, my last choice, I don't know. I'm not sure how he got on my list, but. He's there. I mean, I liked him as a player the whole time. Uh, maybe because his sister's so good looking. That's why I like him. I don't know. Uh, Jason Taylor. Oh. Oh, okay. Eh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that eh? His sister's not good looking? Or, no, eh? no, not, not, that wasn't the uh. The uh was, I mean, he was above average you know, all pro. He just wasn't a game wrecker like some of the other guys we were talking. We've been talking about. I didn't. I didn't see him as a game wrecker like some of these other guys we're talking about. Okay. Well, who you got? Who you got that I missed? Well, Mongo because he beats up horses. Um, <laughs> That'd be Alex Karras, and he really doesn't beat up horses. <laughs> Yeah, he, well, he hit him one time and the horse fell over, so I guess he just didn't jump on him. And anyway, um, enough comedy. Um, Carl Eller, I had him on the list. And that's, oh, I like that one. That's about the only guy that you had that I didn't have. Um, they had to play in the NFL, otherwise they had Thomas Persley on there, but, you know. Uh, he was a stud player. Yeah, uh, didn't 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 see the field enough for my liking. Yeah, same here. But he did he did tackle Darren Sproles. Yeah, let that be on the record for the rest of the nation to know. Well, <laughs> yeah, there was a guy. There was a guy, uh, William Talley. He was a good defensive end. Yeah, yeah, he was he was a heck of a player. I remember. I remember watching him play back in the day. Yeah, I played against him a couple of times. That's my fingers. I can't. My hands still don't work right. <laughs> well, there's 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 more persons we could put on that list, but well, well yeah. Oh, so we got uh, we got two positions down. We only got uh, <laughs> twenty to go. <laughs> Well, wide receivers, we don't have to. We don't have to have left and right, but maybe we can inc- have the list be more than ten for wide receivers. Or possession, game breaker. We could break it down that way, or just wide receivers in general. I say wide receivers in general. Yeah, and, and tight ends on their own. Yeah. Uh, so what do we want to do next? You want to stick with defense, or are you want to jump to something offense? Off, or do you want to be offensive? I try not to be offensive, but sometimes I am. 
Um, you want to go linebackers next week? Sure. I'll actually make a list. And that's going to be hard. You know, especially lately, the, the, the line between defensive ends and linebackers has become blurred as teams get smaller and faster. Well, I think... Uh, or defenses get smaller I and think faster. players like Lawrence Taylor and Derek Thomas yeah. changed what linebacker really is. Uh, and I think... The list may have to be expanded beyond 10 for that. Uh, simply because I, I can think of 15 off the top of my head that I don't want to exclude. Yeah. And, and wow. That was, yeah. Maybe we'll get a uh, a, a uh, Hall of Fame vote out of this, because uh, this is tough. This is hard. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of. I mean, you have to be exceptional just to get into the NFL, and then then there's flash in the pans that had a couple of great seasons, and then it kind of fizzled away. And then there's guys that were good in a system, uh, and then there's guys that were just would have been with the Bad News Bears and tearing stuff up. Well, I think that if... Heck, if we just looked at Hall of Fame credentials, if we just, if we just looked at the Hall of Fame for linebackers... We still, still have too many. We still have more than 10. Right. So, we'll, we'll go with 15. Okay. Not that that's going to be a whole lot easier. But, no, it's not, but anyway. Well, amazingly enough, we've talked for more than half an hour. I'll say it again. Time does fly when you're having fun. As long as we're having fun, that's what... I hope you guys are having fun, too. Get get some laughs in and got you on your Google boxes looking guys up to see if we... (laughs) Who was that guy? Who was that again? Deacon. What they call him? What's a Deacon Jones? Who are the Houston Oilers? What? what? (laughs) Now, I will admit that Deacon Jones, I didn't know that his first name was David until... uh, a few weeks ago. And <laughs> I was pretty sure it wasn't Deacon, but Deacon or what is Bubba Smith's real first name? Or is it Bubba? I have no idea. And for those of you for those of you that don't know who Bubba, Bubba Smith is, watch Police Academy was probably your first um Yeah. Or get on your Google box and yeah, watch some watch game some, films of Bubba yeah. Smith and you'll say... Wrecking offenses. Yeah, how do you do all that? So that's, that's your research. You can go through the list, uh, look some folks up on the Google box, and you'll, you'll, know, for, you'll know for yourself. You got anything else, Bay? No, I was seeing if I missed anybody, but I didn't. <clears throat> he missed no one. Remember that. He misses no one. Time so you better watch no out. One. You better not pout. You better not cry. I'm telling you why. Get your tallies coming to your town. town. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Have a good one.